Hello there, my name's Mark Valgast, and I'm the Vice President of Global Medical Affairs for Oncology at Janssen. It's a delight to be with you. It's really nice to be able to share with you some of the data uh, from the Cassiopeia updated analysis that was just presented here at the American Society of Hematology meeting in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, the Cassiopeia trial is a randomized, open-label, uh, active control parallel group phase three study in patients with newly diagnosed transplant-eligible multiple myeloma. And really is a unique study with a two-part design where patients were randomized to be given DARA and Velcade thalidomide and dexamethasone, or DVDT, versus Velcade uh, thalidomide or dexamethasone in the induction period. And then they were randomized after the induction transplant and uh, maintenance consolidation, they were then subsequently re-randomized to either daratumumab using a Q8 week schedule of daratumumab or observation. Now, we have seen the primary endpoints already being reported out from the Cassiopeia 2 trial, where we saw that after the end of part one, looking at uh, DVDT followed by transplant, followed by consolidation, that we saw a significant improvement in stringent CR, and we also saw um, a significant improvement in progression-free survival as well. In the analysis that we are presenting here at the American Society Hematology meeting, what we wanted to look at further is we wanted to really look at the MRD rates themselves and really start to understand how those MRD rates are really look different or how they look between the two arms. And then also try to look at how those MRD data also relate to long-term outcomes as well. We also looked at using next generation sequencing um, MRDs assessments as well to be able to further look at that in a more precise way. When we take a look at the MRD data using, and we're really defining MRD here as patients who have achieved a CR or stringent CR, and then our MRD negative to uh, detection of 10 to the minus five. What we see is that when, with the addition of daratumumab to VTD, we see a significant improvement in MRD, whether it's a post-induction or post consolidation. And what we also see when we then look at uh, a landmark analysis in terms of progression-free survival from post-induction, we see that those patients who reach MRD undetectability have the best outcomes. But I think importantly too, we see that those patients getting DARA VTD who are MRD negative actually outperform those patients with VTD who reach MRD negativity as well, which suggests that daratumumab in itself is adding something beyond just reaching MRD negativity at 10 to the minus five. It may be that they're actually getting to deeper MRD levels, or perhaps we're actually seeing some change based upon the fact that daratumumab has that immunotherapy based type of approach. What we also looked at is the MRD in those patients in the maintenance setting as well. So again, patients get induction, transplant consolidation, and then they were re-randomized for that maintenance phase of daratumumab Q8 weeks or observation. So what we see importantly in the maintenance setting is that the use of daratumumab really significantly improves the rates of MRD negativity um, in that maintenance setting. And we actually see that we see 58.6% of patients getting to MRD negativity in the, the maintenance setting versus 47% with observation. And I think importantly, we also see um, higher rates of sustained MRD negativity using DARA in the maintenance setting uh, versus just observation. I think one of the questions that people have been wondering, wondering for a long time is, you know, what's the right type of sequence for using daratumumab? And in some ways, right, we can really explore this now, looking at that sequence of DARA, VTD, in that induction, transplant, and consolidation phase, and then having a look at, you know, those patients who got DARA 
in maintenance or got observation in maintenance. And similarly, we have VTD in that induction and consolidation as well, followed by DARA or observation. And so for the first time, we can really start to understand what does that rate of MRD negativity look like in those patients? And it is clear that using DARA in the induction and the consolidation and the maintenance setting provides patients with the longest or, or the highest rates of MRD negativity. And when we looked at that in the Cassiopeia trial, we actually see that 64% of patients at any time had uh, MRD negativity looking at 10 to the minus five and 10 to the minus six together. And that's higher than just using DARA alone in that initial induction and consolidation phase, which was at 58%. It's also important to see that when we take a look at those patients who just got VTD first and then got DARA observation, first of all, DARA did significantly improve the rates of MRD negativity versus just observation in the maintenance setting. That's 53% versus 36%, and that's significantly different. But it's also clear that using DARA alone in the maintenance setting doesn't catch up. And uh, I think that really gives a clear message that using DARA first, both in induction and consolidation and maintenance provides patients with the longest progression-free survival as well. And I think lastly, there's some also some data that we presented and certainly posted in terms of the slides uh, with Ash. It's also clear that using daratumumab in those patients who reach MRD negativity, both in the induction and then the consolidation and the maintenance setting do do the best. So I think the Cassiopeia trial is really starting to answer some really important questions. Where should we use DARA? I think from the original part one, it really clearly demonstrated that using DARA in induction and consolidation was key. We actually saw higher rates of MRD negativity and better progression-free survival. I think with this more updated data, it's also clear that there's a continued benefit of using DARA in the maintenance setting. And I know you never catch up as well. So I think using DARA both in induction, consolidation and maintenance, certainly from the Cassiopeia trial, seems to provide patients with the highest rates of MRD negativity, and also at this point, the longest progression-free survival as well.